0: In this episode, I'm going to talk about learning and how it is just the first step. My name is Justin Sinceri. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist and your fellow polyvagal nerd. Welcome to Stuck Not Broken. As always, put yourself first. I don't think this episode has anything particularly triggering, uh, but I don't know you, so please uh, put yourself first, okay? This episode is about learning and that's just the first step. I'm going to ask you to ask yourself a very honest question cuz i think a lot of people do this how much time do you spend learning versus doing learning versus practicing how much time do you spend on instagram or on facebook reading the you know post after post about wellness how much time do you spend reading blog articles listening to podcasts honestly how much time do you spend doing that versus how much time do you spend practicing these things. I don't think there's a right or wrong amount of time at all. You may be like me where, you know, you like to learn about this stuff, but nothing quite fits, so you just keep searching. And that was true for me until I found polyvagal theory and then it fit. and And it was just, it was something lit up inside of me and I just kept going. So maybe that's you. Maybe you just haven't found that thing that for you really clicks. Maybe there's a whole bunch of stuff that just kind of clicks and kind of makes sense to you and kind of relates to your life. And so you keep going because it's like, I I feel kind of validated from this thing and that thing and this person and that person. I feel normalized. What they say does pertain to me, but I need more. And yeah, I don't think any one provider, any one content creator can you know address you as the as an entirety of a person. So yeah, that makes sense. So hopefully you get what I'm saying. How much time do you spend learning and reading versus implementing? But you know, it, to me, if you're learning, that means you're motivated. That maybe that means you're in therapy. Maybe that means you're exposing yourself to new ideas or reading new books that come out, maybe listening to this podcast is one of your sources for learning. But that means you're motivated. That means you have you have uh, sympathetic energy to do. And you're using that sympathetic energy toward learning. And that makes sense when there's something you need to know. But I, I also I know that you might have enough to start doing and that maybe the energy that you're putting into learning maybe it's time to put it toward doing maybe it's time to put it toward practicing maybe you don't need to read that one extra article on the polyvagal theory because you already kind of know it really well and so instead of using your time and energy to read that one last article or flip through you know, those five more Instagram posts or whatever it is, whatever your number is. Maybe that's where you take a deep breath and you say, "No, you know what? I I need to like do one of these things, like one of these meditation things, or one of these I don't know, you know, yoga things or deep breathing things. What I don't know, whatever's out there that you're you know into. Journaling that's a big one, right? So what? Maybe it's time for me just to you know like pop me pause on the intake." And do some creation. Maybe pause the intake and do some being and feeling. Maybe it's time to stop with the external intake and look more at the internal world. And then create something. Or do something. With what I've been learning. But you do have the motivation. You have. When I say motivation, I mean you have the energy in there. And if you're in a state to learn, that means you have access to your safety pathways. That means you have access to your ventral vagal biological circuitry. So th- that's motiva- to me, that's motivation. When you have access to safety and you have access to your sympathetic energy to like do. So that's motivation to me. And if you agree with me on that, then it's like, okay, do we take this motivation and apply it to learning or do we, do we apply it to Doing. I wonder if, with all the learning and learning and learning and reading, are we waiting for something to happen? Are we waiting for something just to sort of magically get unstuck? And now, look, that might happen. I hear from people, I hear from people who listen to the podcast that tell me that, like, hey, just listening to the first nine episodes about the polyvagal theory in and of itself was tremendous, and and I actually got more out of that than I have, you know, from years of therapy. Like that's. I guess that can happen. Just having those new narratives, having those new ideas and learning, it can go a long way. It can't go a long way. But I, I think that a lot of times with, with the learning and learning and learning, what we're waiting for to happen is for like, so, I guess, something to happen. But maybe we're, we're waiting for some new connection to be made. Like, oh, this person said this thing about parents. I can relate to that because my parents were this way. And then hoping that that new insight leads us to getting unstuck. And that's possible, but insight only goes so far. And I hear this from uh, clients in therapy that I, you know, they had a previous therapist, now they're working with me. And they'll say like, you know, I put a lot of pieces together. We did a lot of insight stuff. And I ask, okay, well, did that help? And they say, yeah, kind of. Like it kind of helps when you, when you put those pieces together after you learn something, you kind of have like these light bulb moments, right? So it kind of does something. And maybe that's enough for you, but a lot of times it's like, oh, I learned something, I got a light bulb moment, things became clear for a moment, and then it's like gone. Because nothing else has changed light bulb moments can help. I don't know how, how far they go. So learning, learning, learning is the goal there to have a light bulb moment and to gain some sort of insight that's going to like solve everything and get you unstuck. I don't know if that's the way it works. Maybe it is. I don't think so. Change does not come from just learning. And maybe maybe you're one of the people who's like, yeah, I know. And I'm doing, I'm already doing this. And I'll address that later on. But just change doesn't happen from just learning. It doesn't happen from just insight but it doesn't happen from just learning. You have to start doing. You have to start implementing and using the info. Like the stuff that you're learning, if it's insight-based, I think it's gone as far as it can. I, I don't know you, but I think it's safe to say. Hopefully you're learning about things that you can also do. Hopefully you're learning about how to regulate your breathing. Hopefully you're learning about how to feel your somatic feelings the the feelings in your body hopefully you're learning how to sit with those non-judgmentally how to be curious about this stuff hopefully you're learning you know just through practice also like what brings you to the present moment but either way you have to start doing it right and then if you're already doing it like if you're one of those people who say but i'm already doing these things and nothing's happening so I'm already learning and I'm already doing and nothing's happening so awesome you're doing it that's fantastic I, I really applaud that and, and want to encourage you to keep doing and then do it again you know what I mean like so you, you're you done learning you found something you're curious about and you want to develop like maybe it's journaling maybe it's my building safety anchors program or of course so you you, you have learned and now you're doing and you're still not seeing the results that you want so what I would say is do it again if you're doing if you're doing something and you don't like it do something else that doesn't mean that you're incapable of getting unstuck because someone's program didn't help you it just means it wasn't the right program for you for your specific nervous system it just wasn't a good fit that's all that's all that means it has nothing to do with you being defective or or broken. You know what I mean? So, if you don't like something, if it doesn't quite work for you, maybe it's just not the right time for it either. But you do something else. And if you find something that you like, that you're interested in, you learned about it, you're interested in it, now you're doing it, and there's some potential there, you're not quite where you want to be yet, but there's some potential, then you just keep going. You make it a daily practice to do whatever the thing is and you make it a daily practice. So you, you keep doing it. And the next time you do it, maybe attach some more mindfulness to it. Or the next time you do it, do it in a different space and see how that feels. So switch it up. Or you know maybe your thing is like you know deep breathing or meditation. So the next time you do the deep breathing and meditation, what if you altered it slightly or the space that you're in or the music that you have on what if you did like a little alteration? What if you became more curious about the process of your doing? You might learn something about about yourself by becoming more curious and then kind of altering things. If you found like I like meditation, but I can't get the I'm not getting the results that I want, then how do you take what you like, which is meditation, and then cultivate it for your specific nervous system, for your specific way of being, and feeling it and benefiting from all this wellness stuff how do you cultivate that how do you would customize it put it that way customize it and like i I know that what I'm saying here is I'm asking you to be evaluative and yeah kind of I'm asking you to be curious about what works for you and to just feel that so yeah that's i I'm asking you to be curious but yes I am also asking you to be evaluative and i know that we say evaluation is a danger cue it comes from sympathetic energy but you can also be curious and then evaluate what works and what doesn't work you become curious about the process of it and then after the process is done then you go into your evaluative mode and you say okay i liked this i didn't like this this felt right this didn't feel right or this felt right but it lasted too long and it in the the novelty of it or the benefit of it wore off you know at this certain amount of time Or I like this thing, but I didn't like doing it in this space and I want to switch it up. So it's, you're taking your curiosity and then applying like an evaluative mindset to it. That doesn't mean you're actually in a dangerous state. It just means that you're able to access more of that evaluative side of yourself. And I think this also comes from safety because you can't do critical thinking unless you're in your safety state. You can't do pros and cons really unless you're in a safety state. So after you've grounded yourself in the moment or made some some movement there with these things that you're doing and you're feeling more in the present moment, then you would start to do a little bit of evaluation, a little bit of critical thinking about about what could go better next time or what didn't go the best this time, but you can develop. Be curious. It's okay to be a little evaluative. I mean, we have to kind of grow from that. We have to grow from what works and doesn't work. But you may not even be able to access your curiosity quite yet maybe you're very evaluative and you're very judgmental and this is where you you just you have to put that on pause and I, I know it sounds stupid but that, that is what has i mean i know it's not that easy it sounds stupid but that that is what has to happen so that means you have to be able to self-regulate up your polyvagal ladder into safety enough to be able to, to say okay I, i'm i i'm in a very judgmental place and i see you and i see you judgment i see you defensive energy but I'm also going to be curious about, you know, whatever it is. So the so the evaluation has its place. It has its place after the curiosity. If you're in a very evaluative place, just say, okay, I see you evaluation, but I also want to learn about this thing. I also want to have fun with this process. This doesn't have to be, it is something that we put effort into. It is kind of work. But I also want this to be fun. And I, I think it's okay to have fun while you're getting yourself unstuck. And so you can be evaluative and see that energy there, but also say, I'm you know, i also just curious. I want to have fun and I want to worry less about doing it the right way. I'm going to give myself permission to mess it up. I'm going to give myself permission to feel stupid. I'm going to give myself permission to uh, just fail miserably this time because then I'll be able to grow from it. You know, whatever that looks like for you. So give yourself permission to be evaluated. Give yourself permission to f*** it up royally. That's fine. Don't worry about doing it the right way. I know that we, we give out these recommendations for how long you should meditate, how long you should breathe in for and hold it for and breathe out for. Like I, I, there's all these like specific criteria. So take it for what it's worth. Try it out. But also give yourself permission to say, you know, no, I'm gonna do it my own way. <laughs> That's Okay. I think this whole, I think the process of getting unstuck, can be a fun experience. It can be a curious experience. It can be a little bit evaluative too. But it doesn't have to be all evaluative. It can be fun, and you don't have to even evaluate the fun. Just you be in the moment, and give yourself permission to feel ridiculous. The goal with all of this stuff, with all of this wellness stuff, uh, mental health stuff, I mean, in particular the goal of getting unstuck in the nervous system. All of this boils down to, in my opinion, being able to be in the present moment. Because it's not just accessing your eventual pathways. The, the goal is to be in the present moment. Because when you do access those pathways, it brings you to the present moment. From the present moment, you can then connect with people in a real, healthy, trustworthy way, safe way in the present moment you can be the parent that you want to be in the present moment you can you know be the entrepreneur that you want to be whatever it is whatever it is goal you have for yourself it ha- it starts in the present moment so that that's what the goal with all this stuff is is to how do i experience the present moment more and more and more that's the goal and and all of us that's the goal for all of us Okay, the goal is not to breathe for a certain amount of seconds. The goal is to regulate your breathing, and here's a a specific technique that's recommended, which is supposed to help you then become more in the present moment. The goal is not to just journal every day. The goal is to, to be in the journaling and experience what's inside of you and then become more in the present moment. The goal is not to just sit in a corner on a pillow and close your eyes and breathe and chant or whatever. The goal is to be in the present moment through stillness and breathing and quiet and curiosity through meditation or whatever, you know, however you meditate. That's it. That's really it. So I think no matter what you do, that no matter what you're learning, and remember learning is the first step, but no matter what you're learning, you then have to practice it do it. But with the learning, with the doing, the goal is to be in the present moment. And so you can ask yourself, is what I'm learning going to help me be in more in the present moment? Yes or no? Is what I'm doing, what I'm practicing going to help me be more in the present moment? Yes or no? So if you're learning about stuff that maybe people like, but you're just not that, that into, you don't have any hope for it, you think it's kind of stupid, then you move on with life. And maybe it'll be a good idea for you in the future, but right now it's just not a good fit. Like I'm learning about this thing. I don't think this is going to help me be more in the present moment. Then that's it. You move on to the next thing. Maybe the next thing is like, you know, I'm I'm curious about this. Let me take it a step further and start doing. So I've learned about this. I like it. I have some hope here. Let me start doing. Let me start practicing this meditation technique, this yoga thing. Let me start practicing this journaling thing, whatever it is or the, you know, building safety anchors like my course. So let me start doing this thing, right? But while you're doing it, if it's like, nah, this is not for me, this is not helping me be more in the present moment, I have some hope for it, but the person who delivered just didn't do a good job, let me try somebody else. So it's like, I know this technique, or this breathing thing, or this modality in therapy, whatever it is. So I learned about it, and I liked it. I've done it and I'm curious for more, and I want to make some alterations to it. So no matter what you're learning, no matter what you're doing, be asking yourself, is this helping me be more in the present moment or not? And if it's not, then you either cut it out or alter it, customize it to what you need. And that you have to be curious about that and and make some alterations. In sum, that's really what it's about, is, is this helping me be more in the present moment or not? Is what you're learning about helping you be more in the present moment, and if it is, are you are you doing? Are you practicing? And if you're practicing, is it helping you or not? If not, what can you alter? What can you customize in that to help you be more in the present moment? And and at the end of these all of these things, it's okay to be evaluative. It's okay to to look at this and say what works and what doesn't work but learning is just the first step you don't get that far until you move past the learning and if you're just flipping through instagram reading 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 i would invite you at some point just just to say like what am i doing is this am i getting anything out of this or is it just confirming something for me is it just validation that i'm seeking or is it actual like i need to learn something about this i'm i don't understand you know, the difference between shutdown and freeze, and I'm going to go seek out that information. I, th- I think when it comes to learning, is it like you're just taking in information like out of routine or are you attempting to close a gap in your knowledge? You know, I I, like, I understand the polyvagal theory pretty well, but I don't understand how shutdown and freeze are different. So let me seek out th- so I can close that gap in my knowledge and if I can close that gap in my knowledge that might unlock the next the next step for me. So I, when you approach, you know, your Instagram, your Facebook, the blogs you read, is it out of routine or is it an attempt to close a gap in your knowledge? And whatever you're notice whatever you're going to, whatever you're going to day after day after day, ask yourself that question. If it's out of routine, it might be time to like trim that out of your life for now and focus on what is actually helping you close some gaps in your knowledge. Just keep, like, basically just audit audit your your intake of information. I highly recommend that. And maybe there's just a few people or a few modalities or a few techniques that you want to focus on, and everything else can be put on hold until you're ready for it or until it becomes relevant. That's totally okay. You don't owe your attention to anybody. It's okay to cut myself out included. If it's poly, if the podcast here it is not doing it for you and you're listening just because it's like your weekly routine, ask yourself, ask yourself that question. Am I closing a gap in knowledge for you or is this just part of your routine? If it's just part of your routine, I highly recommend that you use your attention towards something that's going to be more beneficial for you. I want you to listen. I I, I love having you here. You're welcome to come listen anytime you want. I'll be here. The the episodes aren't going anywhere. They'll, They'll be here when you're ready. But, you know, so like same thing for my podcast, same thing for everybody else's podcast, same for every Instagram. Ask yourself that question. Is it is it closing a gap in your knowledge or is it just kind of routine? Am I just mindlessly going through this stuff or is it closing a gap in knowledge? Before I wrap it up, I do want to read a message I got here from Robin that, I, that really kind of touched me and I thought I'd share it with you in case you're interested. Robin says, Hey, just wanted to reach out and thank you. I'm on episode three of your podcast and also snuck in 53 by accident, but loved it. I was in an awful place about a year and a half ago, and my neurologist put me on an SSRI. I decided during this time home with quarantine and having the ability to work from home and not be face-to-face with the clients that I was going to wean off the medication. It has been 29 days of almost pure hell, oh man, with some glitter thrown in. I did it right, did it slow, but I did it. My cousin put me on to your podcast with a simple message. I think you need this right now. Oh, wow, that's incredible. I needed it right now. He was absolutely right. You are currently helping me get through a really awful time. So thank you for being the start and sometimes end of my day. XO, XO, xox, XO, X, Robin. Robin, um, thank you so much for this. This is, this is so touching. I love hearing how the podcast is helping Real people, I, I call it, I, There's not a doubt of fake people listening to this, but on my end, it's like, I don't know where this goes. I know a lot of people listening. I don't know who you are. So to know that there's a name and there's a little bit of story along with it, it's like, it just makes it real. It, it touches me. And I, I'm so humbled, honestly. Like, I just, I just feel it like this, just like in my chest, like in my neck area, my throat. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad this is, the podcast is helping you out. Best of luck to you. I think you're amazing. Best of luck to you. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, As I mentioned, I do have my own course. My first one, it's called Building Safety Anchors. I'm really proud of it. I think you'll like it. It is on justinlmftcom slash challenges. Uh, There will be a link in the description. I do hope you got something out of this episode. And I, I hope that you take that next step in your own getting unstuck And maybe auditing what you're learning is the first step. Uh, Maybe saying, okay, it's time to practice something is the next step. But no matter what it is, I hope you got something out of this. And I hope you do take the next step toward getting unstuck. Because I think you can. I think we all can. And I have tons of hope for all of us. Bye.